Welcome to Japan according to Akil. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akil, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo ho ho, what's up? It's episode 109. We got a long one, a good one. It's been a while and now we're back. Um you know, I'll give you a quick update on what, what happened in the, in the past week with the podcast and just what, what I've been going on, uh, what's been going on with me. Uh, then we get into a, a good progression of several topics, uh, articles, videos, even a movie in there, too. It's, it's a lot in, in here. Um, you're going to need to work, check out the description a bit for some of the resources that I have for you guys there. But really a lot to unpack in this episode. A, rab- a couple of rabbit holes for you guys to go down, um, research, check out, read up on, think about. Um, you know, some entertaining, some most of us is pretty entertaining. So um, let's just get into it, man. It's, it's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm really excited to um, get this uploaded and listen to it and, and see what's up. Also looking for some feedback from you guys. So all right, y'all, you know what to do. Enjoy. Yo, everyone, we are here for episode 109. My apologies for the week off. <clears throat> Let me get comfortable. Let me get comfortable. You can probably hear my voice, but uh, as I mentioned, <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, I haven't been talking for a little while, so just gotta warm up my vocal cords. La, 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 la. <laughs> um, yeah, episode one hundred and nine. Again, like I said previously, uh, the the past week was um a bit much for me. It didn't really seem in the car. It wasn't in the cards for me to record record a podcast. So. I had just had a lot going on. Uh, if you if you're not listening to this when it comes out or just in general, just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> a new listener, hopefully if there's three of y'all somewhere. Um, uh, pretty much. Yeah. The past week uh, with the coronavirus situation and everything going on here, uh, my family had planned to go to Tokyo Disney, but that got canceled. So I had the day off. And a little bit, uh, we decided that a few days before. And you know, in tax season is here in Japan. I have to file my taxes, and so I was just like, "Hey, you mind if I just get this shit out of the way?" And you know, I already took the day off, so um, my wife was like, "Yeah, just go for it." So <clears throat> did all my calculations, did everything, got my taxes done incredibly smoothly this year. I was like fucking shocked. How I just like whip, whip, bam, bam. You know, I'm I'm a veteran. I've been kind of doing this for a while, so um, like I didn't need any counseling before. Like I I went, you know, I used to go in and have like them walk me through everything. From last year, I started doing it online. Oh yeah, I wanted to check this for you. Um, hold on. Well, I, I forgot. I forgot to check one thing for you guys before I started recording. Uh, just I'm gonna bring up one second. One second, just to make some shit easier for you all. Um, because this is the first year that I, yeah, doing my taxes. The second year I'm doing my taxes on. I did my taxes online and uh, e-tax software. You might be able to do the whole thing online now, actually. Uh, no, it looks like you still can't. Yeah, um... <clears throat> I use uh, eTax, which is Japan's 
uh, Japanese tax filing system. And, and, and this is one. This is one I want to check it because it's one of my pet peeves that still happens in Japan. Like what ends up happening? What is is um, is it? Yeah. What ends up happening a lot of times, and I'm just giving you a fair bit of warning with this type of shit. Is like, for example, the e-tax website has an English page. I think it has a Chinese page as well. But the software for e-tax is only in Japanese. So you can get like a bullshit, watered down page explaining some shit to you. But the main shit you need is not gonna, is only going to be in Japanese. And that's a very, very common thing that happens in Japan. It can be kind of frustrating, especially if you can't speak Japanese. You're like, yo, why would you make an English page? you know, that doesn't have the shit that I need on there. It'll just have like an outline of the shit, you know, some information, but you can, doesn't have, basically it doesn't have all the features that you has on the Japanese site. And the answer is because this is Japan. Again, this is one of the things that, um, don't think too deep into it. It's just, it is what it is here. It's one of the things that hold this country back. It, yes, it's a fucking annoying, but you know, that's what it is. That again, if you heard me talk about it before, that's why you need your Japanese cosign. Remember, it's really important. Like, um, mine in this situation was my mother-in-law. Um, uh, we had some time again, she done it for me last year, but, um, uh, again, this year, like I kind of, I'm, I'm familiar with the website, but just to make sure that in Japanese, I don't miss over anything. Basically, she just sat down next to me. I filled out everything on, on the website and, uh, you know, something pops up. Wait, what's this mean? Oh yeah. Okay. What's that mean? All right. I got to put that in. Okay. I know what that is. Okay. And then I just do everything by myself. I just need her, need her watching my back just to make sure I got everything done smoothly. Um, you know, I was missing a few documents. I had to run around and, and find a few things. So I got my online stuff. I mean, uh, so I think if I remember last week, uh, Tuesday night, I did all my calculations. It took me like about three hours, I think. Three hours. It took me about three hours to do all my calculations from start to finish, from like sorting all my receipts and everything. And, every, you know, about three hours to do that, um, <clears throat> give or take. And then... Uh, Thursday, another like two, two and a half hours to, to get all everything done. Um, which I mean, it might sound like a lot, but there's a, that a lot of that was, Oh wait, I need this document. Let me run and go get it from upstairs. Oh shit. Where's my passport pass, not passport password form. I can't find it. Let me go, get it. you know, and Oh yeah. Which form is it again? Like just doing a lot of back and forth. Oh shit. I closed out the fucking link. I got to type everything. I got to go back over. I type, you know, I closed in the page. I got uh, the window. That's what it was. I closed out the window one time when I was like almost finished with everything. I had to go back and start over and type it all over again. Um, you know, so just a lot of trial and error mistakes, and it took me about two hours to do it, which, you know, the whole half the time, I'm just, like, small talking with my mother-in-law, like, just hanging out, really, so it wasn't, like, laborious at all, and same thing with me organizing my form, my stuff, again, I don't do anything uh, for, like, my tax stuff during the year, I don't keep tracks of it or anything like that, pretty much what I encourage all my freelance teachers to do, and if you're going to be a freelance teacher, an independent contractor, uh, gyomu itaku, if you will, um, if you come to Japan um, <clears throat> and you hear that word and understand that that's what you are, what I recommend and I tell everyone to do is just get a Ziploc bag and all of your receipts and everything related to work throw it in a bag throughout the year. I got a little drawer now that I just put everything 
all my receipts related to um, my work in there and all my other credit card stuff in there for the year. I just fucking forget about it. And then once a year, you know, like which was last week, Tuesday, I take it out, sort through everything. You know, I know how to where it categorize it, how to calculate it. And then this year was the first year I did it all on like a spreadsheet before I was being on analog, which saved me a bunch of time, too. I was like, oh, shit, I need to be more, you know more with the times old man to kill <laughs> and so um yeah so the process was just dumb smooth this year um and so you know i've done done the forms a bunch of times i've done the calculations a bunch of times i, I went and got the, another form that i needed on wednesday so wednesday night i just got it just wrote it out um thursday i had to change one thing so i had to rewrite the form that's what took us some extra time too and then when i went to the tax office i was there for like 10 minutes because i was so early like again the first day i imagine was really crowded towards the end um it's going to be crowded as well so i'm like right in the soft spot the, the final day for tax filing is uh march 15th and today i'm recording this on the 23rd of february and the the first i think day was like the i forgot what the first day was i think it was like february 14th or something like that so this is like a, a i'm really early into the filing season um i'm waiting for like the next two weeks one yeah next week probably my coworkers are gonna start no, week week and a half my coworkers coworkers are gonna start asking me questions about this shit um anyway um but yeah by the time i got there i had my forms ready and the line wasn't long because i didn't need any counseling or anything so i had everything i needed so it was just like boop 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 stamp my stuff I had my personal copy, had their copy ready, and they're like, here you go. And I was like, Psh, cool. You know, I was like, literally in and out of there in like five, ten minutes. It was it was really, really smooth. I was really, really satisfied with it. So I'm done with my Japanese taxes officially. Um, that's like a huge weight off my shoulders. Um, you know, that tax return will come back in, in about a month, month and a half. So probably around what April, early April, which is cool. Right around the time I'll be planning my next trip to America. So cha-ching to that. Um, but yeah, yeah, just so, so, so that's what happened, why I wasn't able, you know, just the fact, and also like I had, I was coughing a lot. I had a bit of a cough. Um, my, my, my son and my wife still do a bit more too. So, um, you know, just all things considered, it just wasn't a good time for me to record last week. It it wouldn't have been the best podcast ever. So, <laughs> so yeah, but but I'm back here now, and I got a bunch of stuff for you guys. Uh, hold I also got some wine. Let me get it so I can drink it. Hold on. I got to figure out a place to put this wine while I record where I won't, like, spill it all over the place. Hold on. Uh, uh. I got it next to the sofa because, like... Next to my laptop makes me nervous. Uh, fuck it. Okay. I'm going next to my laptop. Fuck it. All right. Um, knock on wood. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. I'm putting it in the atmosphere. We'll be, the wine will be okay. We'll be okay. All right. So I got, like I said, I got a bunch of shit. So before we do anything, let's get through our, um, did I close the window? Fuck, I closed the window. All right. But I remember, I remember what it is. Um, our product review, our featured product from Sakura Mart, again, for all of your import, export, um, Japanese product needs, that's Sakura Mart, checking the link in the description, is Awa Strawberry Marshmallows. 
Now, um, these are interesting. Um, it's pretty much what it sounds like. It's a fucking strawberry marshmallow, but it has this little like jelly shit in the middle. And I saw I've only eaten the strawberry kind. And it's just like if you if you know what gushers are, um, gushers are like these fucking um, fruit snacks in America. And you know I used to eat them when I was a kid. It's basically just like a fruit snack. And my mouth is watering up even thinking about them. On the inside, there's just like liquid sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be juice, but it's not juice. It's fucking liquefied um, jelly, gummy, whatever the fuck it is, chemicals. <laughs> so, so, um, and so when you bite into it, like it gushes, you know, and and um, the like ooze, fucking sugarness or sourness, whatever flavor you got also oozes out and, and that's kind of what these things have they got like this straw of course it's strawberry flavor so uh, um they also have lemon but i did lemon in the previous episode so i didn't want to do lemon again but it's the same shit so um yeah you know it's marshmallow and then you bite into it and splash you know you got some strawberry flavored whatever the fuck that will come out and you'll eat it and it'll be delicious so that wasn't really the most I mean, you know, that wasn't really the most appetizing, uh, you know, product pitch. <laughs> but again, like, you know, I'm just uh, I'm just introducing these products for you. Um, again, I'm not heavily invested whether you uh, purchase these things online or not. But if you're going to purchase, if you're curious about purchasing some shit from Japan online, go for it. Go for Sakura Mart. Um, you know, it will be good. <laughs> for all of us <laughs> oh by the way speaking of that um i'm gonna give my fucking I, I was i was thinking about it again uh the other day i for, for the first time in in fucking i don't even know how long i took it uh, took a look at um the the instagram my instagram page for this podcast because i'm giving instagram a go with my my other content for the japan side and i'm realizing like you know how much i'm feeling guilty about neglecting the podcast instagram page uh so i'm gonna give i'm just saying it on the podcast because i'm, I'm i want to put it out there you know if i don't put it out there uh, i won't really be as motivated to do it but especially since me me getting more balanced with my schedule and not being such trying to be such a fucking workaholic this year well i mean workaholic but not like killing myself like you heard me talk about it before you know easing up on the gas and working smarter not harder which is actually going like i said going pretty well um so uh you know um just being able to put out more content and do stuff like that i i want to you know give a crack at um at least for like i i I liked doing pictures for each episode you know um introducing the episode on the online with with a picture was was really fun to me before um and you know it kind of had got if you if you subscribe to the japan i changed the name is the japan according to Akil, let me fuck. Let me let me actually do this properly. Let me get to the fucking page. Hold on, hold on. Let me get my phone out and actually tell you the real fucking shit. You know, instead of just making up some shit, you following some weirdo. <laughs> this is not me. Um, hold on. Uh, oh, that's cool. Oh, so I'm waiting for your post please follow me if you're okay okay sorry 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 a japanese person um asked me to follow them uh hold on hold on this is all live right now 
Of course I'll follow you back because you're cool. We're friends. <laughs> nah, um, all right, so my bad, my bad, my bad. All right, so uh yeah, on Instagram, the 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 podcast Instagram page is Japan according to Akil. Just all one word, no spaces. Uh at Japan according to Akil on Instagram. Again, like I haven't done shit with this motherfucker in so long. The last post I made was um what was, what was this? Last summer? Wow, I, I snuck off to the movies. I forgot what movie I went to go see. Um what movie did I go see last year? I went out ah, maybe oh yeah, well, I went to see Spider Man, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, like episode eighty one was the last time I posted on Instagram and it was pretty sporadic uh, before that. It was what episode 81, sorry, then 69, 68 and 69, 67, um, 60, was it 66? Yeah. And that was pretty consistent, but you know, as you can, you can kind of tell like, um, it, it, it fell off and I was just using a bunch, a bunch of pictures I had been taking, um, and just playing with the filters and stuff like that. But I, I really enjoyed doing that. And even up to that point, my um, my posts were really sporadic just because of all the work and shit I was doing. But I I will try to um, make a more concerted effort of taking more pictures and doing more shit like that. Um, for me, it's kind of funny, though, because... My life is fucking boring. <laughs> like, like my life is boring as shit now. Like I, I kind of go the same places and I do the same things. Um, I, I, I well, see. I, I wasted the opportunity. Actually, in my mind, it is. I mean, I wasted the opportunity uh, the other night to take some pictures because it was my first time going there. Like, there's a local hot spring around here, and I just I haven't been to a hot spring again. I've been neglecting my body, neglecting my health for so long. I'm starting to really get balanced with the shit that I've got, you know, that I'm doing this year. And I was like, I just the idea popped into my head yesterday. I was like, I want to go to a fucking hot spring. I haven't been to, to a hot spring in at least two, probably since my son was born. Probably. Well, well, my family went. I'm talking about besides like a family trip type thing, like just me, because even a family hot spring trip, I can't enjoy a hot spring the way I like to enjoy it you know which is like sauna hot spring sauna hot spring i'm kind of half meditated half delirious you know <laughs> you know um um just just sweating as much as i can and i haven't done that in years and i was just like fuck i want to do that again you know um and so uh i was talking to my mother-in-law she was like yeah you know remember the hot spring she goes to one uh, locally because I was going to go to a hot spring in Tokyo in central Tokyo near in my old neighborhood I was like yeah hey, I'm probably going to go there on Monday which is I, I kind of have a half day and she was like well what about you know I was like but I was thinking about the one nearby we kind of said at the same time and, you know, and so we swung by there and, said, and she just showed me where to park and I was like alright it's open I checked their website it's open like almost 20, it's open 22 hours of the day so they only close like between what I think it was like from like 10 like from 8 to 10 o'clock in the morning yeah so you know I can and I went there last night and it was fucking great um and I went late because I knew like you know I wanted to be there when not that many people are there um excuse me um so yeah like it was fucking awesome and, and I could hit the sauna of course like my limits I, I took it easy purposely be just because like 
I haven't done that shit in a while and I did you know, and I didn't want to be like passed the fuck out <laughs> in the hot spring place, you know. Um yeah, and it's winter so I haven't been sweating, I haven't been you know, I haven't been really doing anything. My body's I know my body's not in like tip top shape, so I didn't want to overdo it like the first sauna trip and just end up like passing out in the car or something like that. So um, you know, a couple of trips into the sauna, a couple of trips into different hot springs. I couldn't get, I bitched out. Uh, I felt kind of bad because I bitched out and I couldn't get into the fucking um, cold water hot spring. Uh, it was like 18 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like, or 18 degrees Celsius, which is how, how much? Siri, tell me. 18 degrees. God damn it, Siri. God damn it, Siri. Hold on. 18. Fucking Siri. Yeah, I said fuck you, Siri. Okay. 18 degrees. 18 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit. That would be 64.4 Really? 64 degrees Fahrenheit. There was no way that shit, that water was 64 degrees Fahrenheit. That is just impossible because that shit was cold as a motherfucker. Um, the temperature says 18 degrees, but I don't believe that one bit. Because uh, that shit was cold. Cold. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, I dig- I'm sorry, I'm getting all just fucking distracted. Like, um, and, and I got, what the, how, how long are we in? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, this shit went totally off the rails. We were 20 minutes in, and I got like a bunch of shit to talk to y'all about. So let's just get into everything. Um, so basically, I got a new fucking, um, hot spring, um, that I'm gonna go to late night sometime. I took care of my taxes. Everything's good. Um, and I'm gonna try and go not not go hard on instagram but you know um try and be consistent on instagram at least try and put up you know one picture um per episode is is, is my new goal um you know just again may, uh, maybe attract new people into the podcast maybe um just just let you guys know what my everyday life is like and shit like that so if you're not if you don't follow me on instagram follow me on instagram <laughs> at least when i post something i don't i don't know i don't really I, i'm sorry and again i'm sorry if the pictures are going to be repetitive i'm just going to be recycling older pictures i do like playing with filters and stuff that is really fun to me because i just take boring ass pictures and just, i just play with the filters until it becomes interesting to me so that's kind of what I'm going to be doing. Um, recycling some of probably recycling some pictures from my other account that I use for the Japan side and just put it on there with slap a fucking episode number on there. But, but whatever, you can see what the fuck I'm doing in my everyday life. All right. <clears throat> okay. So let's get into the main shit for this episode because I got a bunch of shit for you. I got so much shit for you guys that I have to, the, the shit that I had that I was hinting, alluding to in the previous episode, I got to push that shit back because this shit's overtaking that shit and it doesn't really mix with the shit. So it's going to be some shit today. <laughs> That's a lot of shit, right? <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me, let me stop bullshitting. All right. Uh, so, um, again, 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 hold on. Let me get my shit together i'm saying shit a whole lot let me get our man rod rod rod's the um the catalyst for this so so let me let me get everything together um hold up wait a minute i got uh uh fuck okay 
I got a fucking DM. God damn, what the fuck is going on? Okay, uh, uh, I'm blowing up. What the fuck? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm putting my phone. I'm just throwing it. Okay, I'm putting it. I'm putting it away. All right, all right let's 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 actually get into you guys. Um, so w- what ended up happening was, uh, yeah, Rod sent sent me a, a great. Uh, uh, a couple of great stories, a couple of great links, which are in the description, which I'm going to talk about, and which also relate to some uh, other YouTube stuff and a movie I stumbled on. I've just been doing a bunch of research for you guys. Um, I'm I'm gonna try. It, we're, we're approaching midnight now, so I'm gonna try not to be too late on this. So I might breeze through a bit of this information, um, touch on it a bit, and just leave it up to you guys to kind of explore it. Uh, I'll just give some context. For that's what probably what I was because I was sitting here literally thinking about how I'm gonna tackle this subject for about like 15 minutes before, um, after I set everything up and before I started recording. So, um, so I think the best way for me to do this because it is a lot of information uh, a couple of articles, a couple of YouTube videos. I got a fucking movie I'm gonna be also explaining to you guys. I'm just gonna give my context and opinion. And, you know, you can just kind of explore through the links, through the articles, and, and, and I think that will probably be the best way. I'm not really going to walk you through, you know, the content itself because um, it's just a lot to unpack. And if I go, at first I was like, I'm going to go through the whole thing in detail, but as more and more stuff started connecting to it, it's just, it's, again, it's just not... Um, it doesn't really seem feasible time-wise and just like, you know, for, for value-wise for you guys. So, all right. So, basically, the whole kind of thing is this is is life in Japan, um, dating in Japan as well, uh, becoming popular, meeting people, things like that, right? So, all right, let, let's, let's start. So, um, what Rod did, he sent uh, an article from, from several months ago which is uh, a Japanese article which got picked up by Japan Today. And it's Japanese women's magazine's list of traits for an ideal. What an ideal. Well, Japan, Japanese women's magazine list of traits for an ideal man is both understandable and baffling, right? Now, I'm going to connect this with another article. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, yeah, it's by this pretty good, uh, okay, let me, let me not downplay, good, very popular, uh, YouTube channel called Abroad in Japan, so I'm just copying and pasting while I'm, while I'm doing this, I'm talking to you guys, yeah, Abroad in Japan in 26 Traits, Girls Want in a Guy, and he kind of picked up this article and, and talked with a Japanese woman about it, now, you know, you can, for me, first off, the, cause I, this article was, was really um, something that I wanted to think how I wanted to explain it. And what, I, again, for Rod, for you as well, um, if you read through this article, I skimmed through it a bit. It all makes sense to me, first of all. But w- reading through it might seem kind of funny and off-putting, but um, I think... It, a, few, a couple of things need to be explained with the list. Uh, and let me just go through a few things in the list. I'll just take a few things randomly from the list. Um, things like he has to have short hair. Uh, he has to have black hair. Again, of course, because um, 
I, because, for example, uh, Japanese people, pretty much everyone has black hair, and a Japanese person, a Japanese guy with blonde hair, would not be so much accepted. He'd probably be off-the-wall, kooky kind of guy, and so just everyone has black hair, so duh, he should have black hair. Um, he's a student, uh, has lots of friends, uh, has three had three prior girlfriends, uh, currently works in a cafe, often says thank you, likes to eat meat and meaty dishes, they, some kind of random things like that, right? And I was thinking, like, like for me, living here and understanding Japanese women makes sense. Also, um, I would imagine, for example, some of these answers are probably given by younger women as well, late teens, early 20s. And if you think about it, like, for me, the big thing to think about, like, again, it's understandable living here, but reading it, if you're not in Japan, it might seem kind of like, weird a couple of things i really want you to understand in the context of, of this video and, and the other ones the other content we're going to talk about a little bit later is first off like stuff like this <clears throat> it's more of like your um it says your ideal partner but i would say put your fantasy partner you know substitute ideal for fantasy if you will and because if you think about it in, in the context when you were like in a teen or whatever you know and you and you talked about okay what would your ideal woman be or what would she be like you know it might be someone oh yeah she can cook like a good sweet potato pie and you know she uh, sorry i'm gonna do it like she had a nice rack you know you might have a specific bra size like you know like some double d breasts or i'm sorry i like them big up top okay <laughs> you know um or you know she she has like you know shoulder length hair she has like you know she wears like you know it might like things a patchwork of things um, from maybe, you know, news or pop culture or movies or celebrities you like. They might have their lips a certain way. They might, you know, you know, when they sit down, you know, they, 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 they arch their back in a way that pokes out their butt. Stuff like that, right? Like, this list is kind of the equivalent of that. You know, just a compilation of random shit that, that people would say when they're fantasizing about what their ideal partner would be. That's how I take it. Now, from a Japanese perspective, it's just what things are kind of like turn-ons to people, women, are completely different than what, than what they would be in the West. And I was also sitting here thinking, why is that so? It's because... Um, and, and it also connects with the other um, article about the ideal. Uh, what, what was let me, get, let me get the title right. Uh, Rod, you sent me uh, survey asks Japanese women what are the best jobs for a husband. I'm not going to click on the article or get into it, but they they kind of you know again you guys go for it as well. But they kind of are really connected in the way that um, a few things are important to think about when you're thinking about this type of topic is that. One, um, dating is not as fluid here in Japan, right? So either, for example, the people surveyed, if they're in their late teens, early 20s, for example, they haven't had that much experience with a guy at all. So they just have this kind of pie-in-the-sky fantasy image of like from a Japanese TV drama type situation of what would be like a fun, interesting guy to be with. You know, and they don't really have that much experience dating a lot of guys, generally speaking. Or if you take like an older woman, for example, 20, 25 older, maybe pushing 30. Um, again, not older, but, you know, I'm saying more mature woman. 
she might realistically be thinking, what are my criteria for a guy? What are, you know, what are the checklist of things that I need for a partner in more of like a militant kind of like, you know, shopping list type of way? Um, as far as like work goes, height goes, body type goes, look wise, again, that's kind of how it's judged. You know, in the West, we have a lot more shots at love, you know, sometimes too many the way things are going right now with online dating and things like that, with hookup culture and stuff like that. But Japan doesn't really have that culture at all. So you either go from like a, you know, it's, it's like all or nothing. You go from completely or nothing to, to all, you know, however you want to say it. Like people who have no experience and are completely immature, again, take my five to seven years rule. You know, you're, you're asking like a 20, let's say a 22 year old recent college graduate. She's thinking like a 15, 16 year old about what her, what her ideal guy would be. Oh, you know, he, like someone, sorry, I'm showing my age, like someone watching Dawson's Creek or like a fucking teen drama, you know, would think of like a guy working at the soda shop, you know, who has nice hair and wears Chuck Taylors, you know, and shit, you know, shit like that. That's kind of the equivalent of this list looking at, for me. Or it's someone who's like 30 and was like, I need a man who does this. But what they're really looking for is a provider, you know, a husband who has the maybe these certain criteria who can either be not necessarily a life partner, but can be the type of father, can be the type of husband, can be the type of provider to provide uh, environment, income, DNA to give the kids an atmosphere that she wants. It sounds kind of cold. It sounds kind of straightforward, but that's really what it is, you know, um, from my perspective. Right. And. So if you look if you look at the, some of those things again, I'll scroll through the list very quickly. Even if you look at the picture, like this picture is <clears throat> the typical late teens, early twenties boyfriend, right? Like that's kind of popular now. The kind of typical guy you want to date, um, you know. And, and again, ideal man meaning ideal boyfriend. This type of guy is not the type of guy she would probably marry, but the type of guy she would date. You know, especially in her early twenties. Take this is the type of guy that she wants to take to Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, this is this is what it is, right? <laughs> like, this is the perfect guy you want to take to Tokyo Disneyland. Not the kind of guy you want to take to meet your parents and get married and and buy a house and have a house with. Totally, 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 totally. Um, you know, um, yeah. And because what he what he is, and again, this is this fantasy image. What he is is he's fun. He's interesting, but he's kind of st stable. He's, um, n you know, not a little bit, a little bit plain, um, nice to her, um, not too demanding, um, a little bit stylish, but not too stylish and kind of, you know, uh, kind of athletic or sporty. Right. And that's about it. You know, it is kind of an amalgamation of those things, the way the way I see it. Um, and that's why you get some of those uh, random kind of things, a little bit outdoorsy, you know, like some and some of the, the other topics like loves cola, watches the variety show Shabakuli 7 every day, meaning, you know, because the fantasy of those two sitting on the sofa watching that show together, laughing about it. 
is you know that would be that would be fun you know kind of thing i want a guy who i could do stuff like that with is kind of what what we're getting at there you know doesn't drink a lot of alcohol or can drink a lot of alcohol because you know you want a person if you go to like a nomikai or um a drinking party or if you go out with them or you take them to meet uh, some of your other friends they can be kind of lively and fun and a lot of times like drinking alcohol is kind of how the test of a person's social skills or ability if a person like me if you can just throw them back at you know the house party or at the izakaya with your friends and with no problem like you're automatically looked at as like a cool kind of person you know but if you get drunk and you're just like yeah you know it's, it's kind of a little bit points against you as a guy you know so stuff like that right is is kind of what it is now this kind of connects with um um the link to again abroad in japan where he kind of picks it up and he talks about it with a japanese woman as well now for me um hmm. watching this in another youtube video with her she first of all she is not a, in my opinion i don't know who she is but but just from what I'm picking up from the two videos I watched of her, I was really kind of studying her because she's giving a lot of insight on Japanese women. And again, you have to be careful who you listen to in these type of situations, right? Mm. One him and also one her. Now, for me, neither of the, again, just me, neither of these two sources are so much good for getting a real idea, real idea about um, a general idea about meeting, dating people in Japan. If you, how do I say this nicely? <laughs> how do I say this nicely? If you are the type, if you have the same type of personality as the guy in this YouTube video, um, I would not expect you to get into a long-term relationship with a woman here in Japan. I feel so bad for saying that. Okay. <laughs> and I wouldn't expect you to, or I wouldn't encourage you to, right? Because, um, again, I don't know how much it is his online YouTube persona. Uh, he seems to really have had a lot of experiences in Japan, here in Japan, um, but he also seems to very much hold on to his filter of his of his society, you know, even though he's been here for a while. So, you know, he kind of seems to view Japan at a distance, if you will. Um, again, for better or for worse, I'm not here to judge it, but I, I get that kind of feeling about him. He's not so much in it, if you will, you know, um, uh, and again, I, I'm, a, I'm me, me neither. I, I'm very much one of my philosophies in life um, has become to be in things, but not of things, you know. And so I'm very much in Japan. I'm knee deep in Japan, but I'm not of Japan. And I don't. And that's what I think gives helps helps gives me a bit of perspective on my role here in my everyday life because I don't get so wrapped up in the things that I'm a part of. You know, I understand that. You know, again, I'm I'm very much in, on the outskirts of whatever I'm a part of, so I can I can, you know understanding that I can kind of 
be all in in those things. If if you know if you if that makes any sense to you, um, but I kind of feel like he's the type of person who's unwilling to go. You know, he's on the outside. He knows he's on the outside, but he's unwilling to do what it takes to go in, even though he has seems to have had several opportunities to do so. And again, is is that's a personal choice of his and for you and for anyone who comes to Japan, but. Listening to those people and him and and, and the girl as well, um, like uh, talking about, like for example, just me sizing her up. One, she's you know she's very good at English. I Means she's probably spent several a lot of time abroad. She's you know fairly attractive. Not my type. Um, that that seems like I'm down downplaying her. No, she is attractive. Um, uh, I'm probably not her type. I could I could probably tell you that. Uh, <laughs> we could probably get along. She seems like a really fun person to talk to. Um, but I could probably tell like she. <sighs> I feel bad saying this. Uh, I feel like she's not into black guys. <laughs> I feel so bad for saying that. Fuck. But again, again, my experience in Japan, my into black guys radar kind of tells me like she's not really into black guys. You know. Um, something in her accent tells me she's either been to Australia or Europe or something like that. Not really North America. I get that kind of vibe from her too. So, um, probably, you know, somewhere in England is, is kind of where, where I'm, I'm getting a feeling, um, just from judging the way she speaks English. Um, again, again, I'm completely just judging this woman at all. And if it ever gets back to you, hopefully please don't take this the wrong way. Um, but, but again, this podcast is like does not have a lot of viewers so i doubt that will happen but <laughs> but um or listeners so i doubt that will happen but but generally speaking so she her opinion about women's opinion in japan and also her advice in another video isn't for me not the best advice to listen to and to follow um i do her i, I think her feedback like there's another video on like uh, Japanese women where they get, get into pickup lines and things like that. I think that information she gave was good, but her advice for talking to Japanese women is is something that just again I skipped around in the video, but from what I heard, like I, I kind of uh, would take that with a grain of salt again because if you're listening to some, you're you're she's a person who's very familiar and very comfortable talking to foreign people, so you know she's kind of probably seen and you know. And she's she's good at speaking English. I believe she's a Japanese teacher, so she's kind of, you know, gone, she knows the ropes, and she's she's probably seen and been approached by a lot of different variety of foreign guys. So her perspective is very different from like your typical average Japanese girl you might meet in a bar who can't really speak English too well. Um, you know, who hasn't really ever had like a foreign boyfriend. So again, take that with a grain of salt. Um, at one point in the dating video, I think what did I put that in there? Traits, traits. They they talk about it in if you go to the traits, uh, twenty six traits girls want in a guy. They also have a he has a link to the video about what Japanese women want or shit, shit, some shit like that. <laughs> Again, you just search for it um, in there. You, you'll see it in, in, in the, um, the um, description of this video. So I'm, I'm not going to go back and post it. Cause you know, you can find it if you really, if that's, if you really want to go down the rabbit hole, um, you know, it's, it's kind of up to you, but uh, yeah, the, 
like they talk about doing language exchanges and stuff like that as a way of meeting person. They didn't say language exchange, but that's what they were talking about. If you watch the meeting girls thing and, and he talked about his girlfriend in Japan and, and yes, even this guy too, it seems like he probably had like a one girlfriend when he came here because again, she, if you heard me talk, she swooped him up early on in the game when he had no idea what the fuck was going on. But as he got more comfortable in Japan, he became a bit jaded. You know, it seems like um, just the way he talks about Japan um, in some contexts. Again, he he some stuff he gets, but some stuff he seems to be like, that's just weird. You know, and he just doesn't go down that road. And, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. But it, listening to the way he talks about dating, about women, about his work and, and people at his work, things like that, it, it very much seems like um, he doesn't get you know if again there are some surreal situations in japan but um it seems like how long he's been here um he just doesn't want to immerse himself any further than he has in the society and you know i get it i, I completely get it don't don't let it, don't let hopefully this doesn't come across as me condescending like i'm i'm deep in these streets and he's not like you know no, dude has 1.5 million fucking subscribers on his youtube like psh, he's doing all right you know well hopefully he's doing all right you know um but mm. yeah so i mean I, that's how, that's all I can kind of say about that, really. Um, yeah, I, I can't really speak on that man. I've never met that man before, but just my impressions, you know. He seems, but he seems like he, he you know, he's a very entertaining person to talk to, listen to, um, especially for someone not living in Japan. I think his his the topics and stuff is is very informative. So I would encourage you to subscribe to his channel, um, search around there. Um, and if there's, and again, uh, especially Rod, you too, um, if you, if you do search around, look at any of his content and want me to give kind of my feedback on any of his videos, just link it, send it to me. Um, and you know, I'll go back, give it a look. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be looking like this dude's content is not for me, right? <laughs> it's kind of a little bit tough for me to watch some of the shit because, um, even like the one where he talks about, um, I, I have it linked here um abroad in japan uh, what teaching english in japan was really like actually that's what made me really search around his channel because um that popped up in my timeline and i think it's a really good and informative topic he, especially he was talking about alt doing alt work which i had that's the one form of english teaching in japan i have never done so um I kind of wanted to see what his experiences were like and what he was going to say, first of all. And I think it was really good content if you're coming to Japan as an ALT. So I encourage you to watch that. That's in the link below as well. Um, but just some of the ways he talks about his coworkers and stuff like that and the experience of working is kind of half comical, but half, you know, I can tell he's kind of like, yeah, you know, about the whole thing. Um, which brings me to an uh, okay. Let me see how much time we're in. We're in how much time? Yeah, we're in forty-five minutes. Okay, which brings me to my last topic for this uh, episode. Again, I have another longer list that I'm not going to get to today because um, it's kind of a juicy list, and I want to take my time with it. Um, but but I like the way the I've kind of flowed. I thought so. I thought this would happen like this transition through topics would be kind of related um <clears throat> is this fucking 
Oh my gosh, I was watching the end of this shit with my mother and like my mother-in-law walked in the room and I was just like, I was just telling her like, oh, this shit hurts. This hurts to watch this shit. Um, but I'm doing it for you guys. Like, um, I, can, I, I found, I stumbled upon it after I came back from the hot spring the other night. I watched most of it till like three o'clock in the morning. And then like, um, I finished it up just cause I just wanted to finish the whole thing so I could actually give a full review. Um, it's this documentary called, uh, Big in Japan. I have the YouTube link of the preview on there. And I'm telling you, like, for this shit to be my hobby, I had to work to get through this movie, y'all. I'm telling you, like, this was the most cringeworthy shit for me to watch I've seen in a while. For you all, like, if you're not living in Japan, not working in Japan, it's going to be fine. It's going to be funny. Probably it's going to be entertaining. But for me, for several different reasons. Now, some of my mother-in-law, the same thing. Because I could understand all sides of this movie. I can understand the Japanese side. I can understand the foreign side. And a lot of shit that these motherfuckers were doing was really tough for me to watch. Like, oh my gosh. Like, it was really tough for me to watch. And listening to their perspective, like, especially the main dude's perspective, was really off on, like, a lot of shit um, in the moment as it was happening. Like, his revelation, I could kind of see where he was going where the things were gonna go and i don't think he kind of got to the realization that he would have got to if he if they were stuck around. he would got there if they were stuck around in japan but um but they kind of ended it at a certain point and you know i'm sorry spoilers like they fucking left japan he didn't stay in japan forever okay minor spoiler on that but um during his time in japan his this basically this guy from australia he was 26 you know just a regular kind of guy a little bit you know geeky a little bit weird He's an interesting character though um him and two buddies and their girlfriends came to japan um uh, for a couple of years ended up being a couple of years with the goal of being quote unquote big in japan meaning becoming famous here in japan now that goal in and of itself is fucking ridiculous <laughs> oh gosh i sound so mean i'm so mean tonight oh my gosh um but but it's true like and i've had another co-worker i've had a few people like and and i was thinking about it too as i was watching this and, and i've had this thought before um this revelation sometime in the past but i just wanted to put it out there here on the podcast that one important thing and i was again i was talking to my mother-in-law about this in english when uh in japanese when when she was popped in and, and when saw me watch you know cr- working my way through the end of this thing like cringing my way through the end of it um basically in the west let's say especially in america we tend to associate whether true or untrue founded or unfounded fame with money right and if you really think about it like probably you know you think the same thing the more famous people you think tend you tend to think that they have money you know um even if they're not stinking fucking rich like they tend you tend to believe that they're doing better than the average person you know smarter than the average bear you know what i'm saying like just naturally is is the glamour the glitz of whatever they're doing you think tends to rub off in business in some type of way japan is completely not like that man um and that's watching this thing i was just like this dude was trying to be famous i could tell like 
trying to hit a certain level of fame so that there could be some type of economic benefit coming from it. And I was just like, no, dude, it's not going to happen. Fuck. Like, um, I've, I've, I've been on TV three times here, like in Japan, I've been on TV three times. Like I got interviewed for another TV show, another time, one time, just not doing anything, walking down the fucking street. Like, you know, um, And some TV show runs up on me. Hey, can you fucking say this card? Can you do some? Let me ask you a question. Some shit. It just happens, you know. Um, being on TV is not like a big, especially being a foreign person, is not a big deal here. Um, and I think a point that got missed. But 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 is but I really encourage you to watch this thing. And actually, a lot of the people that were appeared on this show are people that I'm familiar with just from living here. I've seen them on TV. I've seen their you know online. Um, even a few people in swimming around the background, I'm like, Oh, there's that guy on YouTube. Yeah, I know him. Um, but you know, all of, I, and so I was interested to see their backstories, which sometimes really wasn't that happy, you know, which I'm kind of happy that they showed that. And one thing I'd encourage you to do as well is to look at not only what the people are saying, but you get kind of glimpses of their real lifestyle you know, um, so you can kind of get be, be distracted by looking at the person and actually what they're doing. But again, look around them, look at their surroundings, look at, you know, their environment, look at where they live. And you can kind of start to get an idea about their economic level. And if you look at it compared with the people who are doing the documentary and the guy and his friends, basically three dudes and their girlfriends. So six people it seems like they just rented a house. They all live there together. And, you know, probably all teaching English by day and then working on this project by night, getting drunk, going to karaoke, doing regular Japanese shit, you know, um, Japanese English teacher shit. It seems like w what was happening. Right. And you can kind of see you can kind of get a feel for his naivete coming to Japan, the wide eyed gaijin kind of stuff, especially in the beginning of, of the fucking thing. Um, yeah. Again, for me, it was it was, was kind of cringeworthy. Uh, in the beginning, um, but but I, I got through it. it fuck oh, the whole fucking thing, man. Especially when you started, you know, signing up for talent agencies. Sorry, I'm gonna spoil a little bit of it, but signing up for talent agencies and stuff like that. Like I know friends who've done that. Like I never did it because I just I'm not really like a fame seeking kind of person, you know. Um, like I said, like even me now, I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff online my other way, but my other in for the Japanese side, but. I don't want to be famous. I want to be rich. <laughs> That's a, again, it's a big difference. Right. And I think the mistake of this, the guy in this documentary is coming to trying the belief that the more famous he would get was somewhere trickle down economically. Um, in the West, that might be true. Like one, you know, if you're getting your buzz going and you're doing a few things and your face is out there, naturally something's going to come of it. But Japan's not really like that. Right. Like Bob Sapp, I think is, 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 um, the, you, you'll know who we're talking about the big black dude. Um, he's, he's really, really famous guy. And the end of the pod, the end of the not podcast, the end of the story, what he said in the end kind of for me, summarize his hustle, you know, and I kind of realized through it, like, okay, that I, I kind of imagine after I started watching it, that's what he was doing. But, you know, seeing it, I was like, yeah, he, you know, he, he kind of knows the game. 
and so his story for me isn't so sad at the at the end I could see because you know he he is kind of like prostituting himself in in but willingly you know for as a means to an end and you know I can kind of see that he kind of got there was getting there um in which I, I I give my hat off to him the the other dude the I forgot his name the cross-dressing dude you'll know who I'm talking about if you see it um I, I can't really talk too much about him I'm not going to you know I can't speak about that man but but um his level of fame you know for for me I believe is a level of fame that I wonder if he'll be able to go beyond and I wonder how much the economic benefits will come of that is 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 another thing you know to really to really think about again because this guy this in the main character I forgot the dude's name um the main dude with the glasses like what he was trying to find trying to get in, what you're essentially watching is a foreign guy trying to get into Japanese society, right? You're watching the painful process of a guy come to Japan, not understand the culture at all, not understand it, being the oblivious gaijin, a foreign person, outsider, and try to make it here by, by quote unquote making it, is make his way into Japanese society. And I think what I was talking about earlier, now that I think about it, what I was talking about earlier about um, myself and um understanding my place in japan um you know and, and but not being in it but not of it i think summarizes how bob sap views his 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 role here in japan so for me it's not sad because he's kind of really using things as a means to an end um but the main dude here he was trying so hard to be of it but not really understanding what it was you know and that's where the pain comes in that's where the 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 mishaps and the faux pas that don't get shown in the in the um the the movie at all don't get highlighted but me but any person living in Japan could see what this guy and what his friends were doing and some of the shit that they were doing and some of the encouragement and the feedback that they were getting was in the complete wrong direction and it was kind of sad watching it because not for this guy putting himself through all this shit, but I think the main fatal flaw of this, their attempt to actually be quote unquote big in Japan, they didn't have any honest Japanese people giving them real feedback or advice. If you look at the, um, the cross dressing dude, if you do watch this thing, he has a Japanese person catering his image. And that if you literally listen to a story, that's where he actually started to make progress because he had a person with Japanese eyes being like, no, this works. Japanese people like this. They don't like that. That's kind of what it is. That's what you need. You know, again, Japanese cosign, another form of that, right? You know, someone who's got your back, who can kind of help you adjust your line of sight. I got it from a few different people, you know, who've kind <clears> of <throat> helped me get on the right path. And I'm kind of tap into them when I need them, you know, like for, for different types of shit. But to do that, I'm kind of giving a lot of myself, you know, um, my time, mainly through like English and, and stuff like that. And then when I need, you know, again, not like using each other, but I, these are my friends, people I really care about. But I also understand, like, I need to give to be able to ask. So um, I give willingly, knowing that there might be that one important time 
one, two, three years down the road where I'm like, hey, I really need your help with this. And without hesitation, they'll be there for me. Right. And, and that's kind of that's what I mean, being, you know, what I'm saying like with with the dude, the abroad kind of dude, the YouTuber, that type of commitment is something I think he's the type of person that doesn't isn't willing to do that type of shit. But I am, you know, and, and again, not saying like I'm better than him at all because he has freedoms and things that I don't. Same thing with the people who've done the doing the um that documentary do and I don't. Another thing they did like, oh, gosh, it was like I've heard from several I'm not going to get into detail, but but basically, um, again, mild spoilers about the podcast, but this guy, he goes to he goes to Comic-A, um, which is like the biggest comic book market in Japan. And he's basically, you know, cause they're like, we, we need to get exposure. So he's photo bombing like professional cosplayers photos and like. I've heard from otaku students that is the worst thing you could do. So for a few of the people who are laughing and engaging, there were multiples of other, like, you know, 80%, 90% people super pissed off and hate that person, you know, and, and, and that's the kind of thing, like, you know, you got to kind of understand about Japan, the people, the the people who are most of the people and even in the beginning you'll see like people like yeah you can do it man go for it woo the people who are really like yeah are not the people's advice you want to listen to because and i think i've talked about this before in the past like those are the people who are the same ones like pushing you down the wrong path in, in a lot of situations because they're viewing you as their entertainment you know, as their past to be outside of Japanese society. Look at that crazy foreign guy. That's fucking awesome. Keep going, man. We're supporting you. You know, we love it. You're make you're bringing me so much joy because you're breaking the monotony of, of my life. You're you're doing something completely different, and it's awesome. Like that kind of thing is, you know, what the feedback I feel like they were getting, you know, and they didn't really have anyone to pull them back or to guide their steps. And the results you see is what happened in the, again, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to talk about it any more than that. You can watch it if you want to, but um, just know, like for you, again, for you, whatever level you are, you're probably going to be entertained at this, you know, it is an entertaining documentary, you know, but for me, it was really cringeworthy because, I could see him from the foreign side, even like these motherfuckers leaving Japan, like, you know, like dealing with their job and, and, you know, calling out of work. And I, I can imagine what their Japanese coworkers are saying, you know what I'm saying? Like moving, you know, when, yes, they, they leave Japan. Like I could look around at the place and be like, yo, unless this is a furnished apartment, I could tell they're just leaving a bunch of shit uncleaned, you know, probably furniture, um, you know, that they bought, that they, they just leave there and the landlord is having a fit because they're getting, they're fucking getting drunk like five hours before they got to get on a plane to leave Japan. But I know like if it's not a furnished apartment, they, you know what I'm saying? Like they're just going to leave a fucking bed or a sofa in there. And in Japan, that's really expensive to get rid of. It's a real pain to get rid of. Like, but, you know, the way they talk, I could tell they were, they were in their mid-20s at the time. They didn't give a fuck, you know. And I'm not talking, I'm talking like an old man, but I'm just, even when I was that age, I wasn't that, that type of person. And I, I didn't really, 
you know, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just leaving it there. I'm not that type of person who just like shit all over Japan. Well, fuck it. It doesn't matter anyway. We're good. We'll be gone. Like, I know what that feeling is. I know, you know, what I know what that is. And, I, but at the same time, I also understand what the Japanese side has to deal with. Um, when just because you don't give a fuck and that individual kind of fuck it kind of mentality is the complete antithesis of what makes Japan work uh, of, of how Japan operates. And so me living here is just like, you just made it completely diff more difficult for like everybody coming behind after you, buddy. Thanks for that, for your fucking documentary, you know, but um, again, again, I was, uh, I'm, I'm recommending it to you for a reason. Um, so just, if you can search it, I found it on Amazon prime here in Japan. Um, again, it's big in Japan. Hopefully you can find it somewhere. Um, give it a watch. So, um, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. Yeah. 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 Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. let me see how much time we did. Oh shit. See, we boom, we got an hour, an hour, power hour. Um, really good podcast. Yeah. I got some more stuff percolating down the road for you as always Rod or anyone else questions for keel at gmail.com. If there's anything else you want me to expand on or, 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 you know, continue to talk about more than happy to do it next time. I have another list. Good thing um, ready for you guys then too. So, all right, y'all, let me get out of here and I'll talk to you next time. Peace.